Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. 1 Samuel 16, verse 23. Whenever the Spirit from God came on Saul, David would take up his harp and play. Then would relief would come to Saul. He would feel better and the evil spirit would leave him. You may be seated. Whenever the spirit from God came on Saul, David would take up his harp and play. Then relief would come to Saul, he would feel better, and the evil spirit would lead him. I want to preach on this, the last Sunday of the year, I want to preach using as a subject, I am not in the mood. I am not in the mood. Would you look at the person beside you and tell them, you're going to have to really pray for me. you got to really... Look him in the eye and tell him, I am not in the mood. I am not in the mood. Comrades, when I entered Morehouse College as a freshman, I was anything but a stellar student. Focus was not my friend, and discipline was a distant stranger. After my first week, I received a care package from my parents. The care package only had three things in it. The first was a book entitled The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. If you've not read it, going into the new year, I want you to have this book. It's going to help you to navigate some things in 2024. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. After that book in that same box was a compilation disc called The Classical Masterpieces by the London Philharmonic Orchestra, which held some of the finest selections from Mozart, Chopin, Bach, Beethoven, and Mendelssohn. It was a note inside of it from my parents, Bishop John and Reverend Cecilia Bryant, that said, we're praying for you. We believe in you. Listen to this music as you study. It'll help you. Initially, I didn't think anything about it. But uh, after a couple of weeks, I'm working on a composition and it's just not coming together. And I pop in that CD and played Handel's Zadok the Priest. I'm playing Handel's Zadok the Priest. I begin to write feverishly. And beginning to write, I had no pause. So I'm beginning to write classical music in the background. Ideas just started pouring out. Concepts started connecting. As long as I played it, I was glued to the paper. 
and I was not tempted to divert my attention to frivolous activities. Unbeknownst to me at 18 years of age, I was experiencing something I want you to write down. It's called the Mozart effect. The Mozart effect, which is the theory that listening to classical music will improve spatial learning. Listening to classical music will improve spatial learning and increase your IQ, albeit temporarily. From my freshman year of college, even to this day, while I'm writing sermons, I'm listening to classical music. And this season, you need to hear something so that next year you can make some smarter decisions, make some better choices, and maintain pure thoughts. Because whatever you were listening to last year, you're going to have to take it off of repeat. You cannot afford to make the same decisions and to think at the exact same level. Professors at the University of Central Florida have curated a class entitled Music on the Brain. Music on the Brain, which explores how music impacts brain function and human behavior. Music impacts your brain function and your behavior. They discovered that listening to classical music, hear this, reduces stress. Listening to it reduces pain and even reduces symptoms of depression as well as improves both cognitive and motor skills. Their studies at the University of Central Florida additionally found uh, that listening to classical music can retard neurodegenerative diseases. Listening to classical music will stop and slow down Alzheimer's. Listening to classical music, here it is, will steady those who are afflicted with Parkinson's. They did a study, the University of Central Florida, how that those who are listening to classical music, when they gave them an MRI, their brains begin to light up. And when their brains begin to light up, it ignites creativity. Listening to classical music, here it is, uh, ignites new concepts, new inventions, new patterns, new ideas, a different level of artistry and innovation. And I speak over every person who can hear my voice today that your mind is about to light up. You don't believe it? Do me a favor. Adam, if you'll turn it up just a little bit, turn it up just a little bit. I said, your mind is getting ready to light up so that you get ready to think at a level you have never thought before. You get ready to think through some things. You get ready to think around some things and you're getting ready to think over some things. I speak to the mind of every person who is in this room that whatever was in your mind that told you it could not happen, God is getting ready to silence the voices that are in your head. That Jesus said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. 
I speak over every mind that is in this place. Get ready for new ideas to come into your mind. I'm talking to somebody. Get ready for God to give you concepts that you never thought about. Get ready to give you pathways that you didn't even know existed. Get ready to give you a blueprint on how to get out of the slump that you are in right now. The enemy has been trying to take your mind. The enemy don't care about your house. He don't care about your money. He don't care about your car. He's been trying to get your mind. But I declare your mind is about to be set free. That God is getting ready to open up new possibilities that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. I think I'm talking to the wrong crowd. I don't even speak it to you. I speak to the minds of your children that math will not be an issue, that science will not be an issue, that English will not be an issue. Y'all are looking at me like God won't open your mind. God said, while I am opening your mind, I am opening up doors. While I am opening up mind, I am opening up creativity. While I am opening up mind, I am silencing generational curses. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I feel glory coming. Hallelujah. I feel the glory of God coming. Why does he anoint your head with oil? Because he's been trying to touch your mind. Hallelujah. Whatever it is that you were thinking about that robbed you of sleep last night, he's getting ready to touch your mind. Whatever it is that convinced you out of your past that you would not be an achiever, he is about to touch your mind. Every excuse that society gave you as to why it is that you're not going to go over the finish line, he's about to touch your mind. I want you all over this room, those of you who are online, I want you to lay hands on your head. Hallelujah. Lay hands on your head right where it is that you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Adam, turn it up for me just a little bit. As he anoints your head with oil. 2024 is going to be a year of creativity. I speak of every person whose hands are on their head. That God is going to let your pattern go through. For five of you that don't mind shouting around other people, your ideas are going to be financed. God, I can't hear nobody. God is going to find somebody in influential spaces that is going to co-author what it is that you're trying to get done. Please forgive me, this ain't for everybody, but I declare over you, your book is going to be finished this year. Your business is going to open this year. Multiple streams of income are getting ready to hit your house this year. 
I speak of every person. This ain't for you. Maybe it's for your grandchildren that there will be no difficulty in learning for the children in your family. I speak to every learning disorder, to every behavior disorder, to every dysfunction of the brain. I can't hear nobody. He said, if you open up your mouth, I stop brain cancer. I stop clots of blood. I cancel out autism in the name of Jesus. He said, if you open up your mouth, no ADD, no PTSD, no childhood trauma. Your mind is going to be may be seated in the presence of the Lord and that's why my grandmother said I woke up this morning if my mind stayed on Jesus thank you so much sir this helps me then to better understand the psychosis of Saul who got it literally out of the mud from obscurity to authority as the very first king of Israel, his trail to the throne was topsy-turvy. Because if you can imagine it, he's named king and he never campaigned. He's named king and he never prayed for it. It's just thrust upon him. He has publicly announced that he is going to be king. And he is publicly anointed to be king. And he has detractors from people who are anointed. God said he would be king. And there are people in the camp who have a problem with an assignment he never asked for. They want to kill him and he never prayed for it. To add insult to injury. Nobody from his family showed up for his elevation. Anybody in this room know what it's like to be elevated and frustrated? To have fanfare but no support. To be ridiculed for something you took reluctantly. If you don't safeguard your mind, the devil will make you ask yourself, what did I do? If you're not careful, those thoughts will eat you alive. They'll have you up at night, staring into the distance. You are playing the blues because people are green with envy. But God had you here this last Sunday just to announce to you that the tune is about to change. That what they thought about you last year has absolutely nothing to do with what God is going to do for you next year. I can't hear any worshipers. I said the tune is about to change. You are no longer going to be crying yourself to sleep. This is not going to be another lonely Christmas. I can't hear nobody. But I'm telling you, joy bells are about to start ringing in your soul. You get ready to operate in a peace that passes all understanding. 1 Samuel chapter 14, verse 52. 1 Samuel 14, verse 52 says, All the days of Saul there was a bitter war. Can you imagine? 
he had no warfare. Y'all ain't gonna believe it. He had no warfare until he's anointed. And from the moment that he is anointed for the rest of his life, he's just got battle after battle. He has to fight the Ammonites, has to fight the Moabites, has to fight the Edomites, has to fight the Philistines, all because there's an anointing on his life. It's a terrible thing to be anointed and always have to be on defense. You, you don't know nothing about this. I'm talking to the person behind you. Do you know what it's like to have to fight the same people you forgave? Y'all don't know nothing about it? That the folk who are trying to murder you are the people you gave mercy to? It is what psychologists call combat trauma combat trauma you are just so drained from having to fight you are so depleted from having to always defend your name you have become so fatigued from always having to over explain what people took out of context when you've witnessed so much death, so much destruction, so much duplicitousness, so much devastation and so much darkness you think you're going to go through all of that in 23 and it not have a toll on your thinking people don't know with all that you have seen with all that you have heard with all that you have experienced it has got you in a mood it's got you in a mood and you don't looked up and don't even realize that you go through mood swings without any warning with everything that you've gone through, folk that don't understand your testimony, they don't understand why you stay to yourself. They have no idea why you will slip into a dark place while watching TV. I can't hear nobody. Folk that don't understand how many knives you put out of your back don't know why you don't like going nowhere, why you are fine at your house. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I got to keep text messages just in case you flip out and act like you didn't say what you said to me. don't understand why you don't return phone calls. They don't understand why you decline invitations. They don't understand why you don't like being around a bunch of people who you don't know. You are just not in the mood for none of it. You try to be cordial. You try to be polite. You try to be nice. Y'all ain't saying nothing, but it don't take much to trigger me. If I feel like you coming at me sideways, if I sense you got a little shade on what you saying, if I believe that I can't trust you, I will shut down in a heartbeat and you don't even understand. I ain't even mad. I'm just finished with all of y'all. I am I'm just in a mood. David Grossman, David Grossman wrote a book on killing and it speaks to the character disorder. There's a character disorder on wearied soldiers. You know you are a wearied soldier when you become fixated on people's opinion. When you are preoccupied with actions that didn't even have an impact on you. 
you become paranoid and you don't know what's coming behind you. You don't even understand how it is that you wrestle with anxiety and depression. Folk don't know why it is that you are flanked by hypersensitivity. You have episodes of rage and you have an experience of a complete altering of your personality. That was on uh, Saul. And in fact, it's on a lot of people who's sitting on your road today, who's living in your house right now. Let me warn you that you can't go into a new year with that level of heaviness. God, I can't hear nobody. And whenever that spirit got on Saul, the Lord sent David. And he didn't tell David to rap. He didn't tell David, y'all ain't saying nothing to go into praise and worship. He said, David, get on your harp and just start playing classical music. Y'all ain't saying nothing because the spirit that is on him, I got to get it off of him in order for him to rule. I am not talking about the people who are around you. I am not talking about your co-workers. I'm talking about the spirit that has been attached to you in 2023. I need you to lift up that hand. God says, as the music plays, this is only for anointed people. As the music plays, God says, I am taking that spirit off of you. The spirit of anger, the spirit of jealousy, the spirit of suicide, the spirit of resignation, the spirit of self-doubt, the spirit of rejection, the spirit of misery. God says, I don't want you to go in 2024 feeling like you done felt the last 12 months of the year. But I break the spirit of heaviness off of every person that is on your road. Those of you that have not been feeling like yourself, I dare you to open up your mouth and give God a sound of glory like you can't go on feeling like this. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Thank you, Holy God. You may be seated. My, my time is almost up. You may be seated. Hallelujah. 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 I'm trying to pause myself before I make this next declaration. Hallelujah. But I feel like 70 of you almost going to pull me off this stage. God said, when this next wave of glory hits, watch this. I am pulling that negative spirit. Here's your shout off your child. Oh God, I can't. Oh my God. Ooh. Oh my God. I can't hear nobody. He said, whatever spirit got a hold of your daughter, whatever spirit that's on your son, Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. I cast out that spirit. Bless his holy name. Thank you, Holy God. Hey, I need you to speak your address out loud. I said, speak your address out loud. That's getting ready to be a wave of glory that's getting ready to hit. I said, speak your full address out loud. God said, when you give me glory this time, 
every foul, conniving, deceptive spirit that has taken residence in your house. It shall be broken. I need somebody to open up your mouth. Like by the time you get back home, everything in your house that does not mirror the hand of Hey, thank you, Holy God. Oh, my God. You may be seated. Thank you, Holy God. Hey, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hey. Oh, my God. Hey. Oh, my God. Y'all forgive us, but I came to kill a demon today. I ain't gonna let the spirit of witchcraft follow me in 24. I need you to shout like you driving out the spirit of poverty out of your house, the spirit of fighting in your house, the spirit of misunderstanding in your house. Satan, I cancel every demonic spirit. Oh my God, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Would you be seated, please? Oh my God. Hallelujah. 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 I feel his glory. I feel the weight of his glory. Hamash. Thank you, Holy God. I wish I could. Um, hallelujah. I wish I didn't love you so much. If I didn't love you so much, I could lie to you. But I can't lie to you. I didn't come today to promise anybody that you were gonna be a millionaire, that you was gonna be debt free, that you moving into a new house. I don't know who this is for, but God says based off of the wind that's getting ready to blow, and you're going to know I'm talking to you when I declare it. Watch this. God said, today your mood is getting ready to change. Now, God, I can't hear nobody because you ain't been yourself lately. You don't even remember the last time you were happy. You don't even remember the last time you didn't try to undo what God was putting in position. But a new spirit is about to be released unto you. The Bible said that the Spirit of God fell on him and he began to prophesy. God said when you shout in here, you are prophesying your own future. I speak to every person in this room. God said if you give me glory, you won't be depressed this year. If you shout out loud, you won't be suicidal this year. If you give him glory, no anxiety this year. All right, I'm almost there. You may be seated, please. You may be seated, please. Hallelujah, be seated right where you are. Your mood is about to change. Hallelujah. Your mood is getting ready to change. Your mood is getting ready to change. Hallelujah. I said your mood is getting ready to change.
Hallelujah. I better declare it again. Your mood is getting ready to change. I want you to be seated for just one moment. I want to speak something over your life before you get into 24. Hallelujah. Softly musicians and strings, all I need is music right here. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor, tell him I'm warning you. My mood is getting ready to change. I am now in the mood to lead. I am now in the mood to create. I am now in the mood to write. I am now in the mood to build. 500 of you, don't sit on me right here. I'm now finally in the mood to start over. God. I am in the mood to plant. I am in the mood to try love again. I am in the mood to start from scratch. I am in the mood to forgive folk who are not deserving of it. You better catch me while I'm in a good mood. And Satan, if you can hear my voice, you had 365 days to drive me crazy. But after everything I've been through this year, I'm in a mood to give him glory. I feel like lifting him up. If that's the mood that you hear, I dare to open up your mouth. Give him. Listen to me. Hallelujah. I'm finally. I'm finally in the mood to have the conversation I've been avoiding. I'm finally in the mood to bring closure to what I should have let go of a long time ago. And the Bible says that when the music played, the spirit lifted off of Saul and immediately he felt better. Oh my God. What I am prophesying to you today is not for next year this time. It is not even at midnight. But God has given me the authority to announce in this room that before you get back to your car, God, I can't hear nobody. Before you get back home, you're going to feel 10 pounds off of your chest that you're finally able to be yourself again. Do me a favor, please. I need you. I need you to get in your mind which you have not envisioned. But God has signed my permission slip to announce to you today that 2024 is going to be the happiest year of your life. I got, did y'all hear what I just said? I said next year is going to be the happiest year of your life. I don't want you to shout like you don't believe it. I need you, here it is, 
to act like in the next 12 hours, something is going to hit my life that's going to change everything. Come on, I need you to shout like you're happy. Celebrate like you're happy. Sing like you're happy. Come on, I can't hear nobody. My mood doesn't change. I feel better. So much better. Ever since I lay my burdens down. Friends don't treat me like they used to. Ever since I lay my burdens down. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.